So 13 Sins is a 2014 horror movie that tells the story of a broke and desperate man who plays a sadistic game for money so he could take care of his family. 13 Sins start off really odd. How odd? Well, we get this distinguished professor accepting an award at a banquet, but something is off about him. I mean, you can tell that something has him worried. So he starts to read off a few off-color limericks and then cuts a woman's finger off. I mean, he apologizes to the woman prior, and this causes the police officer to draw his weapon on the seemingly unhinged professor. But the professor is killed in a suicide by a cop as he attempts to answer a ringing phone while the officer has a gun pointed at it. We are then taken to the film's title card, and we are now introduced to this guy by the name of Elliot Brindle, who's in all sorts of financial trouble and is marrying his pregnant fiance and taking care of his mentally disabled brother. Elliot feels that his fortune is about to change as he's in line for a promotion at work. But instead of a promotion, he is fired from his job. Now, on top of all of that, his elderly dad, who is a racist, now has to come and live with Elliot and his wife, who, by the way, is black. So, yeah, Elliot life is all sunshine and rainbows right now. But it appears Elliot's life is about to change when he receives a mysterious phone call from a game show host who knows every waking detail about his life. The host at first tells Elliot to swat a fly for $1,000. And when Elliot does, he receives $1,000 into his bank account immediately. So the host calls right back and instructs Elliot to eat the fly and promises to place more than $3,000 into his bank account. Elliot does so, and he receives $3,622, which happens to be the exact number that his wife owes on her credit card. So the host calls back and congratulates Elliot and instructs him that for the next two days, if he's able to complete 13 challenges, he could be a very rich man. Now, with two of them out of the way, he's down to only 11 challenges. But if he tells anyone about the game or is unable to finish the challenge, he loses all of the money that he's won up to this point. So this is an all or nothing deal. But what the host doesn't tell Elliot is that each challenge would be more sick and twisted as the game progresses. Now, the next day, Elliot is having lunch with his wife and the in-laws. And that's when he receives his first challenge. Now, his first challenge is to make a child cry. So he walks up to this girl and tells her that her parents don't love her and that she's getting sent away to an orphanage. In fact, that's what they're talking about right now. But the girl goes away crying to her parents. And this occurs just in time when lunch is over with the in-laws. So when Elliot and his fiance are driving away, the mother of that child tries to attack Elliot and his fiance defends him while being completely oblivious to what just happened. Now, that was a funny scene because Elliot just feels real guilty, like a man just trying to escape the situation. But he does receive $5,000, so not all is lost. Now, his next challenge happens at church. <laughs> yeah, I think you see where we're going with this. But for $10,000, Elliot is instructed to burn a nativity scene handcrafted by blind children. So, um, he does it. I mean, he takes the handcrafted set that blind children worked on outside and burns it. But in typical Elliot fashion, he somehow set the church on fire as well. <laughs> yes, this guy is an absolute mess. Now, for Elliot's sixth challenge, this is for $50,000. He must break into an apartment of a man who just committed suicide, dress that guy up, transport the corpse to the guy's favorite coffee shop, and have coffee with the guy in a crowded diner. But 
The goal is to make it seem as the guy is alive and doing his usual daily routine. But just to be a jerk and to make Elliot sweat, the host booked the time for Elliot to show up with the corpse around the same time as the police, who are regulars at the diner. <laughs> the same police who now have a full composite sketch, video footage, and positive witness identification of Elliot. I mean, you can see how this is making Elliot sweat a bit. But to complete the challenge, Elliot has to have the dead guy's coffee ordered by 12 noon. But as he's watching his clock, he a mere seconds away. But lucky and unlucky for him, a group of policemen have their coffees and he just merely snatched one of the officers' coffee with seconds left. Now, this completes his challenge, but now he has to avoid arrest and confrontation. Because after all, he's seated with a dead body. But he manages to talk his way out of the confrontation with the cop and gets out of the diner before anyone notices a dead guy was left there. And in the end, Elliot got his $50,000. Now, the host calls Elliot and was so impressed how Elliot handled that task and avoided arrest that he counted that both challenge six and seven was complete. Now, Elliot only needs to complete six more challenges. Now, to rain on Elliot's triumph, the host informs Elliot that he has a mentally disabled brother whose insurance has just been canceled, leaving Elliot in somewhat of a somber mood. But meanwhile, the cops are found in a wake of chaos and carnage after investigating Elliot's crimes. So now they have to actively look for him as he's trying to avoid detection as well as complete these remaining challenges. So Elliot is then taken by a bus to an isolated motel and upon entering his room, he sees a guy in casual clothes frantically waiting. But on what? No one is sure, but he's waiting on something. Come to find out, that guy is waiting on Elliot. Yes, this guy was Elliot's middle school bully. And for $100,000, Elliot is tasked to amputate his middle school's bully's right arm. Now, at first, Elliot refuses to do it. But his bully gives him all the motivation by mentioning that they used to pee on Elliot and his brother and that Elliot was too weak. But to add context, Elliot's old high school bully was also playing the game and was set to make a lot of money himself so he had to make sure that Elliot went back out of it so he antagonizes Elliot in such a manner that would make him angry enough to cut his arm off and it worked Elliot got himself $100,000 but in typical Elliot fashion he drives the guy to the hospital with his severed arm on ice so the guy's brother is giving the nurses a hard time while at the hospital Elliot bringing back up all that old childhood trauma takes a chair and goes WWE by giving this guy a chair shot after chair shot. And in the process, Elliot earns $250,000. Elliot didn't do it for the money. That money was just added without Elliot realizing that it was even a challenge. Now, while Elliot is at his wedding rehearsal, he gets a call from the host. And for challenge 10, it's worth $500,000. All Elliot has to do is give a toast and to sing the International. A song often sang by communists. While he's giving that, simultaneously, he must destroy the wedding hall. <laughs> yes, Elliot is to sing and give a toast and destroy his wife's wedding decoration. And chances are, this guy might not get married after all of this. I mean, the host insists that 75% of all crystal and ceramics must be shattered. And that Elliot must pee on the flowers. <laughs> wow, Elliot is about to be a dead man. But as Elliot is about to give his toast, the cops show up. Now, Elliot is sweating, 
But as it turns out, they are there to speak with his mentally disabled brother, Michael, who obviously flashed a woman in the park. But Elliot, always the resourceful one, tells his brother Michael to run while Elliot creates a diversion. Now, if you think what I'm thinking, you know that Elliot is using this create a diversion as a way to complete this challenge. I mean, he can always tell his fiance that he was just trying to help his brother out. I mean, you have to give it to him because it's a lot easier to explain than just peeing all over everything without a legit explanation. And what do you know? Elliot continues to plan works as he smashes all of the glass and pees on the flowers. And he even managed to escape the cops. But then he gets a call from the host telling him to turn himself in. And now at this point, Elliot is confused. Now, if this is part of the game or is this some sort of punishment that he may have done something wrong in the game. But with the host abruptly hanging up the phone, he's in no man's land. So we then pick back up and Elliot is in the interrogation room. And after finding out that the cops know everything about him and want him to go to jail for his crimes, he insists that he wants a lawyer. Now, while trying to get him a lawyer, Elliot managed to escape by holding a cop hostage at the precinct. That's when he get a call and is informed by the host that another player is playing the game. And if that player gets to challenge 13 before he does, Elliot will go to prison for the rest of his life. And also, that person is on challenge 11 as well. Now, Elliot managed to evade the cops once more, but not before grabbing a homeless woman as a hostage, thinking she's a part of the game. But after trying to interrogate her for answers, he realized that she isn't a part of the game. But as a grand gesture to help her, he helps fix her clothesline outside of her trailer. But that's when he gets $1 million placed into his account. And that's when a confused Elliot realizes that the woman is a part of the game as she goes from speaking only Spanish to sharp, perfect English. Now, immediately, he's able to reassess the situation and see that the woman's clothesline is actually a death trap for a group of bikers who are moving at top speeds and unable to see the clotheslines that are about to decapitate them. But Elliot manages to remove the clothesline just in time to save the bikers who are completely unaware that they were in grave danger. But we, as an audience, see that one of the bikers is playing the game as well and has won $100. Though we don't hear, but we, as an audience, realize that the biker gang is about to circle back and come down that road again at top speeds to win even more money. That's when Elliot spots a stranger placing another clothesline up. And though Elliot tries to stop the bikers and save their lives, he is unable to do so. And both the female and male bikers are all decapitated by the clothesline. But after seeing these mangled bodies, Elliot receives a call from the host and informs him that he's a millionaire. But Elliot tosses the phone away and vows to never play the game again. But after walking away from the game, Elliot hears that familiar phone ring and a crowd of people on the street. Now he tries to question everyone to see whose phone just rang, but no one pays him any attention. Then all of a sudden, someone runs away and Elliot chases that person and tries to warn this person that the game and the money isn't worth it. But the other player evades Elliot. And after spending time chasing that player, Elliot finds out that the other player lives in the same apartment as his dad. And that's when Elliot finds his mentally disabled brother, Michael, at his dad's home. And it's then that Elliot starts to put everything together that Michael is the other player. And after questioning Michael about his supposed date with the woman named Marisol, Elliot realizes that Michael has been lying to him and that he's been the one playing the game as well. 
And after being grilled by Elliot, Michael reveals that Challenge 13 is to kill a family member. Now, Elliot is under the impression that Michael is there to kill their dad, who's very abusive to them when they were coming up. And though the dad seems oblivious to what's going on around him, he shocks them both by admitting that he played the game and that they are too stupid to complete the game. In fact, their father realized that he actually won the game and was somewhat regretful by doing so because he had to kill his wife, their very own mother. Now, at this point, Elliot is ready to kill his dad and shoot him. He even instructs Michael to leave the room while he shoots their dad. But their dad says that he can't keep both of them from winning. So to ensure that none of his sons win by killing him, their dad slits his own throat. So Elliot insists that he and Michael should just leave and be done with it all. But Elliot sees Michael going into his bag and then the cogs in Elliot's brain starts to turn because Michael is digging deeper and deeper into his bag, insisting that he needs to take his meds. But Elliot is getting jumpy, getting really antsy because he knows what's on Michael's mind. So he's trying to talk Michael down. We're now in a tense situation as everyone, including the audience, is aware that Michael is reaching for a weapon to kill his brother. But before Michael could reach for the gun, Elliot shoots Michael, thus wounding him. Not wanting to do it, but it was either him or Michael. And while Elliot is trying to tend to Michael and get some help, Michael has enough strength to stab Elliot in the stomach. And as Elliot tries to crawl away, Michael is stabbing his legs, trying to kill his brother. And we now get the scene where Michael is crawling, trying to stab and kill Elliot. But before he reaches him, he bleeds out and dies. We see that Michael loses all of his money and Elliot is declared the winner as he too bleeds out from Michael's stabs. But Elliot doesn't die. Now we are then taken to a scene where this main cop who's been trying to investigate Elliot all movie long is seen disposing of all the evidence and bodies. But Elliot finds the cop and though the cop tries to plead with Elliot and warns him that killing him will make him lose all of the money, Elliot shoots him in the head. And true to the cop's word, the organization behind all of this takes all five million plus dollars from Elliot's account. Now, shortly after Elliot phones home and hears from his wife, who is glad that he's OK and is alive, she informs him that her day has been crazy and someone offered her six thousand dollars to eat a fly. Now, Elliot frantically asks, what did she say? She says she hung up on the person and kept on with her day. Then we get this scene of her telling Elliot all about the things that they have to do before the wedding and Elliot is actually hearing none of it, but for good reason, because he's so relieved that his day in that game is behind them. So he blissfully rejoices in gladness as he drops the phone from his hand as the movie fades to black. So that was 13 scenes. If you like this movie, then like, subscribe, and follow for more bloody content. And until next time, when said talks hard.